Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Run That Back with Sin and Donna. My name is Sinclair. And my name is Donna Canella. And welcome back to another episode. We, uh, you know, we haven't uh, had an episode for the last couple of weeks, so we're excited to be here. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, we always first have to check in. So, Donna, how have you been? First of all, it's been the holidays. How was your Thanksgiving? What you been up to? Give us a, mm-hmm. a the real spiel. My Thanksgiving was really good. I had a great time with my family. They came down and spent some time in my tiny little apartment. And um, <laughs> we just crammed in and we figured we figured it out. And almost like Tetris, <laughs> uh, I had the food going, had the games going. And it was a good time. So I was, I was thoroughly satisfied with my Thanksgiving break. How was your break? Um, it was nice. We had a good time too. We cooked. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just me, my girlfriend, and her brother. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know. I feel like black people these days, with the knowledge that we have, like we don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. It just be like another day off. You understand what I'm saying? You think so? Like, yeah. I feel like I feel like the educated black folks are not necessarily celebrating the the slaughter of like indigenous people. Like I have friends who are actually Native American. Like we mm-hmm. not we not actually celebrating Thanksgiving. Oh no. You know no, what I'm no. saying? It has nothing yeah. to do with Columbus. I'm trying yeah, to keep the greens yeah. in them. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we just we just know that it's a motherfucking day off mm-hmm. and it's a day off where you got the time to cook and you want to cook some of your favorite foods, you know, mm-hmm. some of that holiday food. But we're not actually going around saying what we thankful for and all of that shit like that. Yeah. Um, so anywho, but, you know, we cooked. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mac and cheese that I made was terrible. I have to perfect that recipe. Oh, it was. Well, how, did, yeah. how did it turn? Like, what, what do you mean? What went wrong? What went wrong is, so the flavors were there, but the textures were off. I'm having a hard time mastering how to get that creaminess Mm -hmm. without using, like, a heavy cream. Because the heavy cream be fucking my stomach up. So, so it was just, like, very grainy because the cheese and stuff melted down. But, like I said, it did not have that, like, creaminess. So, um, so I'm trying to find a way to get creamy mac and cheese without having to use like a heavy cream, like, you know, because mm-hmm. I can't fuck with it. But it was great. We mm-hmm. drank. We watched movies, you know, yeah. um, you know, just had a good time. So it's been good. Um, I'm in grind mode. I, you know, I got a second job. So I, I feel like, Don, I feel like I'm turning into you working two, three jobs at oh, a time. <laughs> Be careful. Be careful. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> you crash. <laughs> I'm only doing it though until March because the show ends in March. Okay. Okay. And I'm probably going to, might even, yeah. Yeah. So I'm only doing it, you know, for maybe like the next three months. Um, just trying to stack up some paper, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that's about it. I feel like it's been good. Oh, I started therapy. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you. I had to bust out the good words like fantastic and (laughs) outstanding. (laughs) How nice. Yeah. So that was exciting. I had to have my first um, therapy session and I have another one scheduled in two weeks. So Mm -hmm. um, I, I recommend therapy to to everybody. It helps you like get down to the nitty gritty of your inner thoughts Mm -hmm. with like with like the um open space of like a totally for the most part unbiased professional opinion you understand what i'm saying yeah you know it's it's just it's really good to just go to a doctor you yeah. know well not a doctor but you know a medical professional you know yeah. when it comes to assessing those mental thoughts so that was good so yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's that is good i wanted to get in i want to get into therapy not i wanted to i want to get into therapy but i just feel like i haven't had the time to sit down and find a doctor Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. It does take time. It does take time to sit down and find somebody and, you know, and find somebody that is within your budget too. Mm -hmm. find somebody that will take your insurance, um, all of that shit. So, yeah. So, um, but I found her, she's a young black woman. We almost look maybe about the same age. I mean, well, not really. She's probably like in her mid Mm thirties, but you know, but she's in our generation, young Mm -hmm. black woman here in Atlanta. Um, so it was pretty good. It was really good. So, that's good. Mm-hmm. That is good. And disclaimer, 
I am recording somewhere else that's really not that quiet. So if you hear some hustle and bustle outside, I'm sorry. Um, had to bring the studio to the studio. <laughs> had to bring the uh, podcast to work to record today. So that's why. Yeah, I, I was going to uh, record our podcast when I was at work today, too. But mm-hmm. the construction sounds would have been ridiculous. Like at least the sounds that you have, it's like cars and stuff in the background. You know, mm-hmm. it gives that... Um, that, you know, that New York, you know, city sound. LOL, I am far <laughs> from New York. Far from it. <laughs> I just happen to be on one of the main streets right now, so. Um, but, but, yeah, but let's get into our pod. Yeah. So Donna intra, uh, sent me Callie, mm-hmm. uh, the female rapper Callie's version of Rap Freaks. Mm. Um Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Donna, mm-hmm. because I, I would have never came across it unless I, you know, because I, unless I was frequent, you know, frequently on social media and I haven't really been on social media that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say, like, this is what we should have gotten from Young Miami. Mm, yeah, for sure. Period. Yeah. Period. Like the actual lyricism, the actual wordplay throwing in some women in there, like a good amount of women, you know, to mm-hmm. really make it quote unquote freaky. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was really good. And I actually like Callie as a rapper. I like her. I like her flow. I like her sound. Mm-hmm. Um, she brought up other female rappers. Even she even brought up Kaylani, which I thought was good. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, cause how do you make a song about industry, uh, you know, having sex with industry people and you don't bring up Kaylani. Like, she's like the number one, like, big known lesbo who be ready to get, who be, who be ready to get down with anybody. Yes. Oh my God, not you sledding out Kaylani. What did Kaylani do? <laughs> yeah. My bad, y'all. I didn't mean to come off like that, but I feel like that's how Kaylani comes she's off. She's the biggest slut around. <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel like Kaylani kind of comes off as like the big lesbo who trying to turn out everybody. That's the energy yeah. that I get from her. Really? Over, yeah. like, over somebody I look, I, like, uh, what's her, a young MA? She's the big, she's the big L on the block. What you talking about? <laughs> you so right. <laughs> I forgot about young MA. But you're right. But look, but I have no issues with it. I just think it's comical. I I feel like Kaylani is just, you know, just one of those people that's like, you know. Yeah, I'm in a I am in a lesbian relationship, you guys. So I'm not a homophobe. Yeah, and I um, I wouldn't be getting these jokes off. She would correct me if I did, you know. Yeah, yeah, wrong, yeah. So yeah, but I just feel like Kaylani gives me that energy. Like I want to turn this bitch out. You, you know, know? Well, she at least might. at least amongst the R and B girlies. Oh yeah, she, I mean she's definitely ripping through the girls and on the West Coast. Uh, Young and May might be doing it on the East Coast. You know, just two yeah. different vibes. You know? Yeah, two different vibes. Two yeah, different cause, vibes. But yeah, because I'm thinking goal. about... Same goal. Same goal. Because <laughs> Kaylani has that song, Your Best Friend, with Kiana Lede. Okay. Kaylani, uh, you know, she was seen, you know, hanging out with SZA one night, you know, mm-hmm. being a little touchy with SZA. Mm-hmm. Um I think Kaylani also did. Wasn't Kaylani in that music video with Tiana Taylor? Wasn't that Tiana Taylor and Kaylani? Yes, yes. Uh huh. And yeah, in that song, uh, I'm trying to think who else Kaylani done teamed up with. Well, Kaylani started dressing a little more masculine, and everybody's been, you know, on the Twitter like, you know what, I might have to switch sides. (laughs) Well, she came out as a lesbian. Like I think that we, I mean, we all knew that she was sexually fluid, Mm -hmm. but she actually came out as like you know fully lesbian so uh yeah so i do think kaylani might be running through the west the west coast girlies like you said (laughs) Uh, right right but that was um really good uh callie's rap freaks y'all go take a listen to it what you thought about it i liked it i liked it a lot i like callie like we like what you were saying like i like her flow i think she i think she's just an overall good artist one of the newer rappers women Mm -hmm. rappers i don't know where she's from i don't know if she's from the south i think i get her i'm gonna be honest i get her and uh what's that one girl that's from alabama flo millie oh flo millie yeah flo millie yeah Yeah. it's their names the cali the millie i get them mixed up sometimes so uh but no rap freaks was good um some of the people she named off so i found a little article so polo g when she said polo g i was like Oh my god, they would be the cutest couple. But you know, I I live 
for internet couples. So <laughs> I like that she named off Polo G. She named off Drake. She named off Diddy. She named off she Young named Booty. Off- I was like, okay, girl, you going into the thickets. You going into she the She named hood, off girl. Ken the man. I like that. Like, she, I like, I appreciated the fact that she did, like, superstars, and then she did niggas, like, you know, yes. you need to be in the streets to know these people, like, Young Nudie, like, Ken the man, like, little stuff like that. Right. I like that. I like that. I liked that, too. I like that she talked about the the less mainstream artists, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. She brought up Bia. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like that. I like that. She brought up Key Glock, which I know, you know, you have some feelings towards Key Glock. She brought up Gunna, King <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was an overall really good record. And yeah, I thought I so, mean, too. it was a lot better than the original. <laughs> Ten times better. But also the bar was pretty low, but still. Oh, <laughs> but still 10 times, 10 times better. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, sure. and then um and then also one of our other music runbacks. Mm-hmm. Um this happened a week ago, but mm-hmm. people the internet was up in a frenzy because Doja Cat won uh best R&B artist at the American Music Awards. Mm. Mm. And, you know, of course, the R&B gatekeepers, honey, I am one of them. We were like, she is not an R&B artist. How does she how does she beat out Jasmine Sullivan? How does Mm. she beat out her? Like, what is that about? But we know why, though. We already know why it is. Um, She's a pop artist Mm -hmm. and she's a very popular pop artist among the W people. and also, I feel like the colorism plays into it. Like, she is extremely, extremely, extremely lighter skinned. Yeah. Um, and, but not to take away from her talent, though. She's a great talent. She's a great dancer. The music that she creates is very good. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit up here and say that every light-skinned artist that come out makes it. Because mm-hmm. if that's the case, Tina Shea... Uh, Tanashe or however you pronounce her name <laughs> would be popular and mm. she's not yeah. um, but um, but somebody on Twitter said you know this is not a Doja issue it's an industry issue they categorize uh, you know basically pop artists as uh, and they, they categorize Planet Her as an R&B album when it's clearly not mm-hmm. um, and people voted and you know Doja was nominated so yeah. um I mean, what do you think about it? I mean, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the automatic category to put a lot of black artists in is R&B. R&B. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised by that. I think it is incorrect. I mean, I listened to the to Planet Her. Did you like Planet Her? It's not for me. But <laughs> I don't think it was bad. Like I, I yeah. like I like I listened to it. And I'm like, okay, I don't see myself listening to this again and like rocking out with it. But it's definitely Billboard. It's gonna get played in malls, grocery mm-hmm. stores. You're gonna hear it on commercials. Type music. So mm-hmm. like I think it didn't sound bad. But I I don't really like a lot of pop music like that. Yeah. Like the pop, yeah. the last pop artist that I really, really enjoyed was Rihanna. Yeah, I would, I would have to say the last black pop artist that I really, really enjoyed was Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even say just color because I don't even, I don't even listen to enough pop music to even. I don't even have anybody that I'm listening to right now that's white, black. It don't even matter. Just the last pop artist in general that <laughs> really liked was Rihanna. I think the last white pop artist that I listened to, mm-hmm. honestly, truly. I can't even think. That I feel like that I used to actually like know their music and kind of like it was Kesha. Damn. You're, that's that's yeah. far back. That's far back. But the Kesha era was an era, though. The Kesha era blended hip hop and that dirty rap white music together. It was like <laughs> weird. Like she made music with Snoop Dogg. It was weird. Like her it Katy was. Perry. Like, but it, it, was it worked. Weird. It worked. It worked. Um, Kesha yeah. made, and I hope I don't offend nobody, but I feel like Kesha made like Trailer Park pop popular yeah like she was like a trailer park girl to me 
Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. You know who else did? Who also did that for the trailer park? Biddies was Britney who? Spears. Yes, Britney yes. Spears is an icon in the trailer homes <laughs> because she like she yes. gives off like that white girl kind of dirty country. Yeah, like I walk around Walmart with my shoes off. For real, with <laughs> low rise jeans, like she and she's never changed up, and, and that's what no. I appreciate about Britney Spears. She has kept to her whiteness. She has not tried to give me big lips, none of that stuff. No, she, she's baby, kept she to has, herself. Yes, yes, know. she has kept to that white girl authenticity for mm-hmm. sure. Flat ass, big tits. Yeah, yes. Next? Yeah. Right, so, right. The blueprint. Yeah, the blueprint, but... but uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I listen... Don't get me wrong. I listen to pop music, popular modern-day pop music, every once in a while. Like, I like the song from Ariana Grande, but it was almost R&B-ish, so that's why I was feeling it. Um, but, like, I, if we're talking about, like non R&B inspired just straight up pop music mm-hmm. maybe Calvin Harris but that's more oh, electronic yeah. music yeah I feel like that's more electronic dance yeah. yeah I like dance music I like a lot of dance music but like I love dance music just pop dance music uh, I can't even yeah just yeah like it. Doja like Doja really I would say I would I feel like Doja low-key is like in a lane of in in this new lane of uh, music and i feel like they need to make they need to make that like instead of saying r&b mm-hmm. pop hip hop i think that they need to make a category for like best like social music you know mm-hmm. like i don't know if that could be a category you know what it might because a lot of the newer tiktok music it's like it's almost in a lane of its own because yeah, once it gets yeah. on those platforms, I understand like now that I'm on TikTok often, like yeah. it makes sense why artists want their music to be on TikTok because it makes the TikToks better. It makes, you know, you hear the music all the time. Everybody wants to do it. Everybody mm-hmm. needs that sound. But like, I think we had talked about this on a previous podcast. It, it does something to the music. It doesn't make it as... It kind of takes away its musicality once you get in on these platforms. Right. But it's still needed because it's another way for revenue. And, mm-hmm. and you it's know, another you way just, for music to be put out there. Yeah, and it's just the modern yeah. times. So I definitely right. think some newer categories are going to be made because the music on TikTok is just, it's not, it's different. I, I don't want to li- necessarily listen to that music outside of TikTok. Like, for right. instance, there was a Summer Walker song that I enjoyed and this was before I got on TikTok. I enjoyed just just that song just in general. I had listened to it on her newer album. It was an okay song, whatever. But then when I got on TikTok, I heard it everywhere. And then going back listening to it, I was like, dang, like I don't even want to listen to this. <laughs> like Right. I don't right. know. It was just a weird feeling. Like I don't right. it don't hit the same anymore. It's almost like yeah. cliche. Like Right, eh. right. But also, I feel like songs made for social media, songs made for apps like TikTok mm-hmm. should be in their own lane because they, I feel like they also have their own music structure. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, their own like song structure, their own like song sound, like it has a sound, it has a structure, like nobody's making songs in the normal way where you have an intro, uh, you know, a verse a bridge mm-hmm. and then the chorus mm-hmm. and then verse mm-hmm. bridge chorus like nobody's making songs in that typical way anymore mm-hmm. because they're too long people are making short songs to be you know what i'm saying they're making yeah. songs you know where they're repeating things over and over again a lot more often you know like i feel like the structure of music yeah. is different for social media songs so yeah. i feel like they should just be in different categories yeah and to go off of that i think a lot of the newer songs are made to sound good like they need to sound good immediately there's no building mm-hmm. up like, right you know, like you the structure. Right. because honestly and it's weird how the how i guess the algorithms work for the songs that pop off on TikTok mm-hmm. and social platforms, because there's really not a secret formula. It's either your song pop off or it don't. Because the yeah. weirdest things pop off. So if you go into the studio thinking, oh, I'm going to make a song for TikTok, it's probably not going to work out because I will say, 
the TikTok music that pops off is very organic. It's something that somebody mm-hmm. makes up, like they they make up the scenario in their mind, and you know what? This song goes great with this scenario, or it has mm-hmm, this word that mm-hmm. I want to say. You mm-hmm. can't you can't guess that in the studio. Like when people try to make songs with dance moves, and the songs don't pop off because nobody wants to do that dance. Mm-hmm, it has mm-hmm, to come mm-hmm. from an authentic place. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's it's like. But uh, there's also an art though. To making music that's going to pop. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't force it, but there's still an art to making that social media sound. Yeah. And I, I think know. Doja I has mastered a, that. You think so? I, you know what? I don't really hear a lot of her music on my TikTok, to be quite honest. I mean, maybe maybe once I joined, uh, I have, you know, I was too far behind and that's an older sound that they were using back then. Mm-hmm. But like the lot of sound, the sounds that I'm hearing now, it's a lot of Summer Walker. It's a lot of SZA, mm. stuff like that. So. Well, that's because that's, yeah, because that's what's popping right now. So, yeah. Oh, SZA's I Hate You. The, oh my God, they play that out on TikTok. Of course they play that out on TikTok. But I feel like SZA's I Hate You is a great example of a social media song like you know like my girlfriend and I were listening to it and she even said like you know what she likes about SZA is how her music like you 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 look forward to hearing it to hearing it because you know it's going to sound sound different you know it's going to have a SZA sound you know it's going to be something um, very unique, you know, mm-hmm. because SZA is a unique artist, but I Hate You is like it was literally made for a one-minute TikTok. Like, even her chorus, if you, what'd she say? Uh, if you wonder if I hate you, mm-hmm. I do. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's a perfect, like, um, chorus for a voiceover for you know when people are on TikTok mm-hmm. doing the reels and you know or you don't you know doing Instagram reels and stuff where they're talking over it mm-hmm. if you still wonder if I hate okay, you so I, I have do, a question. So do you, know? you think that that song would have not popped off like if TikTok didn't exist do you think you would have or I mean I know you're not on TikTok but do you think that song would be where it's at without social media like without reels and short videos no no Uh uh-uh because it's a basic song it's a basic i hate you song in my personal opinion like that's a basic song like Mm -hmm. i feel like i feel like scissor making i hate you is equivalent to drake making tussie slide Mm. okay you know what i'm saying like do you like do you do you feel the analogy i think scissor song is a little bit more basic than Drake song. You think you think Scissor's song is basic than Tussie Slide? Yeah, because Tussie Slide, you're incorporating a dance move. And but it's basic. But eating. but it's basic though. But I compared it though because Tussie Slide was basic in the sense of you don't create dance songs for TikTok. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to. You know, like you don't have to like like that's like like imagine somebody making cha cha slide for TikTok era. Right, left, right, stu- you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right foot, left stump. Mm-hmm. Left foot, left stump. Hands on your knees. Easy. Like you don't either, like you don't basic because you're making you're making something. You're making somebody you're or well, you're encouraging them to do this dance. Whereas right. this is literally just repeating, I hate you. <laughs> but in the era, but in the era of TikTok, creating a dance song is redundant. True. Okay. Okay. Eh. I think that. I mean, I, I see. I see where you're going. I, I. I. I see your point. But I think those those songs are on two opposite ends of the same spectrum. If that makes sense, like Drake. He. I feel like he put a little bit more effort. I feel like Drake went into the studio and was like, "Oh my God, I want to make a." Dead song. I don't know if he's necessarily was thinking like TikTok, maybe social he was media? no, he was making it for social media. I definitely think he went in with the idea of like this is gonna be really cool, whereas I think Scissor smoked a blunt and was like, you know what? Sang a song about hating somebody. Like I think it's and, two and different energy did. levels. Yeah, and and I think that was her rationale. Like she was saying, like she was just in the studio playing around, mm-hmm. but also though even the way in which it was rolled out was was like very 
social media inspired. You know mm, what I'm saying? See, I didn't see the rollout, and I didn't know about the song until I heard it on TikTok. So yeah, Ooh, yeah, I wasn't. I, I mean, they have been talking about this girl coming out with new music for forever at this point so i don't pay attention to this anymore i'm just like okay when it comes out it comes out but until then whatever yeah yeah they're they're hot mess express over there in tde when it comes to SZA. Like, yeah I, th- I think that she's just trying to find herself is she yeah why she already found herself she already had like she's already created her own lane what else do you need to dig deep about girl i feel like because her first album, Control, was so amazing. Mm-hmm. How do you, you're going to have to re-find yourself every time to when you come out with good music like that first time around. You understand what I'm saying? Like you're going to have to refine and and restructure and try to do something better than the last. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, however, I think that SZA is a unusual artist because she has created her own sound, which it's like, okay, you don't necessarily, if you create your own sound, if you create your own original whatever, you don't necessarily have to go out each time and create something original every time. You should just build on it and make it better, right? So I feel like SZA has the platform, she has a wide enough platform that the music that she's been churning out is hit every time because her mm-hmm. fan base is looking forward to that SZA sound. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I haven't heard one SZA single that has flopped after Control. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I don't feel like she needs to be nervous. She just needs to do what she does best, and that is mm-hmm. create that sound. And it's a sound that she's had since, I mean, I see SZA Run or whatever that some of her first albums were called. Mm-hmm. Like, she's mm-hmm. always had that melodic, wind chimes, soft voice, weird mm-hmm. like that weird sound that everybody enjoys and i have to mm-hmm. describe it because i don't really have any better words right now to describe <laughs> her music but like right you know what i'm saying like her sound sounds like a scissor sound and there's no one else really doing her sound right now unless you mm-hmm. want to categorize her in one of those earthy you know like um, like janae aiko yeah but they're too different mm-hmm. to me they're very oh, yeah different. they're very different they're very different like they 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 both have that eternal ethereal is that the right word <laughs> you know that that, that you know that yeah, that, that yeah. sing-songy soft voice but they're too right. different to, they're they're very different to oh me. they're very different so, SZA and yes yeah, SZA and Janae Aiko are very are very very different yeah uh-huh. so I don't necessarily feel like SZA needs to be nervous I just think she needs to go at go ahead and put and just out do it yeah, yeah because like I said every single single that she's put out has done well mm-hmm. every single yeah. one so, girl, they they ready to eat you up. But I had a question before we move on. So I saw this question on Twitter about going back to Doja Cat about Doja Cat. Um, the question was, does Doja, does she have the potential to reach the Beyonce level? And, you know, when people throw in Beyonce, people get their panties in a bunch because it's Beyonce. We know Beyonce, Beyonce, <laughs> right. Beyonce. We Everybody loves Beyonce. However, Doja Cat? might and i'm not like i said i don't listen to her music and think you know oh i want to listen to this again she has a different type of reach because she came out the box kind of making white people music whereas beyonce started off very r&b like her Mm -hmm. first album what's her first album called um dangerously in love Mm -hmm. it's very r&b heavy which you know very r&b yeah white still liked but it's Doja came, Doja came out, and it's a different era with the internet, but Doja came out kind of speaking to the whites and the blacks, you know, just didn't happen to enjoy it and, too. And also Doja came out, like you said, you know, this is a different era. Doja speaks to Gen Z. Mm-hmm. And Gen Z, um, what's the word? What, uh, what, what's the, Gen Z, how they consume music mm-hmm. is so much different. Um and I, you know, like you said, people get real, you know, um, very sensitive when they bring up Beyonce. But I agree. I think that Doja can be not the next Beyonce, but she can really reach that Beyonce status. Mm-hmm. She can reach that Michael Jackson status. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can reach that Britney Spears status, to be honest. You know, like mm-hmm. um, 
she can because Doja is a pop star. She has pop star quality. Mm. How she performs, like from what I've seen on the internet at least, because I've never been to a Doja Cat concert in person, Mm -hmm. but even how she performs is like, very like star high star quality she can dance and sing at the same time Mm -hmm. dance and perform at the same time and she's not sounding winded you know what i'm saying she's not sounding tired like you know she is giving beyonce where she's doing high intensity high intensity choreography Mm -hmm. highly intense core dance choreo and still sounding good and Mm -hmm. still looking good on stage you Mm -hmm. understand what i'm saying like you know, that that breathing and dancing, like that's some real shit. So I do believe that she can become um, the next Beyonce. Now, reasons why I feel like she possibly could not mm. become the next Beyonce is because she doesn't have that musical range. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like when we bring up Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson's a hard level to reach, just not because it's Michael Jackson, but because he made music that, everybody enjoyed and that's hard mm-hmm. to do and Beyonce honestly doesn't make music that everybody enjoys she just has big singles that have hit off like mm-hmm. you know but like it's hard to like Michael Jackson is a household name Beyonce right. has slowly become a household name but she hasn't yeah. always been a household name so right. it's very difficult to to reach that and I don't know if Doja Cat at this time has that 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 I don't even know what how to call it, but I don't know if she has that that reach just yet. Right. But but I think but, she can eventually. Yeah. But not right and now. and that's and that's all they're saying that she can eventually like she's on the trajectory to become Beyonce level. Yeah. Um, and I think the and, one thing that Doja has that Beyonce Michael Jackson does not have <clears throat> are the geeks and the weirdos. <laughs> and I and I say that as a former geek and a real weirdo, like like that. I like anime. I like video games. I like all right. This I stuff. like cosplaying. Yeah, I like dressing as an elf. Mm-hmm. You and, know, and I think, you know, and that, but that's 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 good because yeah. that's an audience that has kind of been underserved, looked at as the weirdos. But those people have money in their pockets to spend because those video right. gamers, those professional video gamers, like all right. of that and those theme songs that go to those video games, that's money right right there. And then to be speaking to them directly, oh, they're going to eat that up. That's what right. I think that's what helped Megan. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, 100%. If you, if I, I saw a commercial with Megan talking about something with like Cash App. Uh, it was like investing. And honestly, it did not match. Like the brand and her do not match. Mm-hmm. However, she's been able to gain an audience just kind of through her her weirdness. Like I mm-hmm. feel like her weirdness mm-hmm. helped. Like being just a regular big booty black girl, it, those are a ton of dozen. You know, it's a lot of those. <laughs> right. Like right. her rapping is cool, it's straight, but like what has helped her a lot is her personality. Mm-hmm. And 100%. the fact that she's been on wavering and who she was as this I'm right a, i'm a black girl with a big booty and i can do this snap my neck but i also like to play video games I also right like to, right i like all the anime characters and stuff like that and right right it up, so. yep they have and and i think that that's what doja cat has mm-hmm. is not only does doja have a whole generation mm-hmm. like just like lil nas mm-hmm. x has a whole generation because ain't no i don't I don't know a single person over the age of 21, 22, mm-hmm. who is listening to Lil Nas X. Like, I don't know adults mm-hmm. listening to Lil Nas X. Yeah, um, I've never heard his music out in public, to be quite honest. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. Me neither. But he is popular yeah. because he has a whole generation. Doja mm-hmm. Cat has a whole generation, which mm-hmm. is Gen Z. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, Michael Jackson had a generation. Beyonce, but see, he, I will say though, Be- Michael Jackson had a couple generations because he started off small with the Jackson Five. True, that's yeah, why. Right. That's what also yeah. helped him. But I'm sorry, right, exactly. Anyway. Beyonce, I feel like Beyonce doesn't necessarily have a generational stamp, mm. which is possibly why. Yes, she's a superstar right now, but maybe that's why it took so long because she doesn't have a generational stamp, 
even though she came out in different eras, she doesn't have a generational stamp. You need, and I feel like a generational stamp, especially right now during the time of technology, is what's going to help someone mm -hmm. propel to their stardom mm -hmm. very quickly. Mm -hmm. Because think about it, Doja Cat came out really, really, she came out the gate running. Like, she had albums prior um, to her popularity, but mm -hmm. when she came out with Moo, Mm -hmm. And that moo hit went viral. That's really what brought her over the edge. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah you know, and she, has yeah, and she newer generation, like what you're saying for sure. Right, right, right. And yeah, and I think that she could keep that going because she's a young pop artist in the age of the internet. Mm -hmm. You know, she has Gen Z. She'll have the generation after that, and she'll have the generation after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what I mean, you made you made a good point when you brought up Beyonce not having a generation. I would argue that she does, but it was a lot of changes in her career. It's hard because if you look at Michael Jackson, also came from a group, but it was just a different type of era too, mm -hmm, like back then. Mm -hmm. But Beyonce had the early two thousands. She was at the at, she was. In Destiny's Child, when pop groups were a thing, you had mm -hmm. NSYNC, you had Backstreet mm -hmm. Boys, you had all the groups, um, Blackstreet, all of them. So, um, I mean, she had that, but were they the most popping group of the pop group era? If you really look at it, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I asked that question like to leave it un, like unopened because I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, they were popular, but I don't think that they were crossover popular because they were still rocking braids. They were still pretty ethnic. Yeah. Very. <laughs> and I think Beyonce stayed very ethnic. Even I mean, she's always been ethnic to a point and, you know, the white people have had to come to her side and, mm -hmm. you know, enjoy her. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, I don't know. Like they were they were pretty urban. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, they were very urban. But I don't know. I don't know. Beyonce does not have a generation. Like I think the early, I think we're counting out the early 2000s generation. We're counting out our, our ourselves. <laughs> I mean, Destiny's Child has a generation, but I don't feel like Beyonce has a generation. I don't think Beyonce started off as a generation because initially, if we really if we think about it, if I well if I think about it. When Beyonce first came out, she had Ashanti as her competition. And Ashanti, honestly, was a little bigger than Beyonce. Uh, yes, Ashanti was definitely bigger than Beyonce during her peak. Yeah, like, yeah. So During Ashanti's peak, she was bigger Well, we didn't know that was her peak. We just thought that was still the beginning of her career. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But Ashanti, I would say, has a generation. Hmm. I think a couple things happened. So... You had Aaliyah, you had Ashanti, you had Beyonce, you had just other really good black women that were good artists at that time. And then you had Aaliyah gone, and then Ashanti's career tanked because of the downfall of Murder, Inc., and then Beyonce <laughs> had a way to get to the top. But without mm -hmm. those things happening, Beyonce, would probably, I don't know if Beyonce would have hit the levels yeah. that she's hit. Yeah, because, I mean, think about it, you know, not to say that Check Up On It was not an amazing song, but she was making, like, her features was, like, rappers like Slim Thug. Yeah, which I yeah. loved. Which I loved, <laughs> which I loved, but, but Slim Thug wasn't moving nowhere past, like, the urban market. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But I appreciate that about Beyonce. But I appreciate that about her. Yeah. But that just goes to show where she was during that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I do think she had some very big things happen. Like she had that, um, what's that one? She had Jay-Z. And Jay-Z, I don't know if Jay-Z is a household. Well, Jay-Z at this time, at this point is a household name. But he was, he was, you know, he was top. Everybody loved Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Everybody I think the relationship helped. And the, what's that but, one video that she has where she's walking and she had the white tank top and the blue jeans? I think that was her. Crazy in Love? Yes, that's yeah. her turning point right there. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was. It was for sure. It was for sure. But, um, but like prime example, I, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like Doja Cat isn't being nominated at the, or, or was she? I can't think, but Doja Cat is not like a Soul Train award artist. Oh, at all. No. You get what I'm saying? Whereas I feel like Beyonce still is. Mm. Yeah, Beyonce was black for a long time. And I don't, and I'm saying this not as a negative thing. I love Beyonce. No. I, no, I love and, Beyonce because yeah, she's yeah, from and Texas. It's not, yeah, and, and it's not a like negative. Right, and it's not <laughs> a negative at all, but I'm just using it as an explanation to, to just to say why Doja mm-hmm. is on the trajectory to be, quote unquote, the next mm-hmm. in a possible very short amount of time. It is how they're viewed in this industry. Mm, I see what you're saying. I definitely see what you're saying. Because Beyonce went to every BET Awards up until like 2010. Right. Beyonce was in the front row. Right. She was super, uber black. And we love Beyonce. And the white people started like, oh, shit, Beyonce, you know. Oh, right. You know, Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Jay-Z. Beyonce was a black household name like thank you like mm-hmm. jay-z and beyonce they had to you know there's there's still giving soul train awards they're still giving image awards they're still very much so in the urban mm-hmm. award arena whereas doja she skipped is over not. it yeah she, she skipped, skipped straight over it. over it she skipped straight over it yeah but that just goes to show just the age that we're living in like she doesn't necessarily right. need the blacks that's crazy she don't really need the blacks in conclusion to our whole conversation she doesn't really need the blacks to pop off she don't she doesn't she does not and i can Doja see why Cat so to go the blacks to 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 make it a full circle i see why it is frustrating when she went to r&b award because it's almost like you know she's one of us but like damn like but she she's she she one of us but she not right exactly exactly she one of us but she really not and a lot of black people still uh are apprehensive about doja ever since the internet saw her clapping her ass cheeks for white men (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what i was kind of apprehensive about right right clapping her ass for white for white men in these weird ass like chat rooms Mm -hmm. lord have mercy Mm-hmm. We've been apprehensive about her ever since that. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Because, I'm sorry, but, look, dark-skinned black women, brown-skinned black women, they got about three chances with me before they get cut off. These <laughs> light-skinned white girls, you got about one chance, my girl. You got you one done. chance. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, already, it's just so many of y'all already, like, damn, I'm going to get another one. Shit. And if, the do, if those that don't work was... out, I got mulatto. And the fact that she was able to bounce back from that mm-hmm. shows, too, her... She really didn't even really address it that much either. Yeah, I don't not think in a I've significant ever heard her. way. Yeah, she's never apologized. Like at least Mulatto, she changed her name. You know, whatever. Mulatto, right? But Miss Doja, girl, she just I, like I said a couple podcasts ago, she danced that shit off. D- danced it right off. Danced her hatred right back off, and niggas was like, oh my "God, she's so talented." Because <laughs> that's that's the argument right every off. time. Every time I'm like, "Nah, I don't really mess with Doja," but not. I mean, I've gotten over. It. I don't really care. Her music just is not really for me. But just like people just say, "Oh, well, she she's so talented. Oh my God, she can do all of this. She's so great." And I'm just like, "Ah, okay, <laughs> right." Like I still remember. I, right, I still remember. And she hasn't made a, an enough. She hasn't made an impact enough for me to even go back to listen to any of her stuff. To be quite honest, like with Chris Brown, I'm gonna be honest. I like Chris Brown, but he's one of those people where I have to keep at an arm's distance because it's like, bro, you just do too much. <laughs> you be doing mm-hmm. too much in the media. It's hard to really love you out in public because you trash. Your personality yeah, I can't. is trash. Yeah, I can't love Chris Brown in public. But if you, I, go, honestly, you can I go back to Chris his Brown like, period. But, not, but okay, some of his songs that you grew up with, like popping. Oh, like, okay. How see, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. Doja okay. doesn't have that with me. Like, I don't have that repertoire with her. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I wanted right. to cut her off, like I'm gonna cut her off fully. I'm gonna cut all her water off because she don't got no drips with me. You know, right, Chris Brown right. got some drips before, you know, he got some hair on his nuts, and then he started going crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You're right. Like we do have that. 
<laughs> like you said, that repertoire. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, we, we do have that with Chris Brown. Um where like we have that familiar that familiarity mm-hmm. with him prior to him being cray cray and you're right i don't have that love for doja prior to her you know shaking her ass for the whites uh, yeah. in the chat rooms with, with, which she did deny which she <laughs> Girl, did deny <laughs> um but still but yeah. still yeah mm-hmm. it, it was weird yeah very weird speaking of weird let's move on to so versus there was a versus last week i didn't even know oh you know what we talked about this so we had a podcast we that we could not release we actually would have been on time guys you guys listening <laughs> um but I, it was just our audio was bad and it was thanksgiving so we just let it rock and just <laughs> took a break. right right <laughs> but we had a conversation about there was a versus coming up and it was three six mafia versus bone bone thugs and harmony, mm-hmm. and we talked about yeah. how off <laughs> that was. So and, off. I mean, I didn't watch it, but some of the feedback that I got from it, just from the internet, was that it was really off. That three six mafia crushed them, and duh, um, that that was a stupid versus. It was to very even. Dumb. To even have in the first, of course, Three Six Mafia was going to crush them. Bone Thugs and Harmony only has one known song, and that's Crossroads. Bone Thugs and Harmony, like we like them, they're an older group, but they're not legendary. No, they're not. Three, Three Six, Six Mafia, Mafia is, is current. Legendary. They're legendary. Juicy J is still current. Yes. Project Pat is still current. Very current. Like all of them <laughs> still are very active in the music scene even if it's not on tv they're all still active producing in yeah. the sound. and they made the south they are part of why the south is where it is right now in terms of music Bone literally and Harmony, i don't know where them niggas is from <laughs> i think they're from no they're from like they're minnesota really yes girl, be mad. girl yes. right exactly I'm about to look point, it up right now point point noted okay who the fuck knows? Like, come on now. I feel like bones. I feel like they're the from Ohio. Went, they're from Cleveland. I know really? it was somewhere like just Midwest weird. I feel <laughs> like Bone Thugs and Harmony versus um, Three Six Mafia is the equivalent of like Destiny's Child versus I don't know uh, SWV. Yeah, like oh well, damn. I like SWV. I mean, no, we like SWV, but they're not as popular. They're not yeah. anywhere near as popular as Destiny's Child. Yeah, yeah. It's just a different vibe. Like, I mean, I'm looking at their Wikipedia right now, and they do. I'm, I'm, you know, I see they have Thuggish Ruggish Bone, which I like that song. Don't get me wrong. I like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Most of the people that I critique on this podcast, I thoroughly enjoy it offline. However... <laughs> I don't think there was a good matchup. I don't think that they should have been put together. No. At all. They don't have similar, like, the record levels are not the same. And just the amount of music right. that was catchy. That yeah, was of turning course. turning point for, I mean, I just feel like without that Memphis sound, you don't have a Southern Revolution of music. Like, no. you don't have, we could have did without like th- Cleveland. Th- 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 <laughs> of course. Like, 3-6 Mafia actually added to adds to the culture, adds to the revolution, and like you said, the the growth of, like, that Southern hip-hop sound and, like, putting Southern hip-hop on the map. Exactly. Bon- when was the last time you heard, heard Thuggish Ruggish Bone? I think the last time I heard that song was in a Dax shop in third war like five years ago that is so specific (laughs) (laughs) what but i mean yeah i mean i I think the spot and i think and i think the place was called the spot yeah (laughs) not the spot but i probably for me probably in a documentary about easy e <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't even know. Probably when that movie came out about them, about NWA, a long time ago. It just, I, yeah, you know, it's just not. A, they're not. They're not. No, no that, that was a stupid versus. It was a stupid versus, and it was extra stupid because there was a fight during the versus. Now I sent you the video. I don't know how. I I never went that deep in the research to figure out why there was a fight. I know that. Maybe Crazy Bone. I think one of the the light skin members of Thuggish Ruggish Bone, or what? Well, not Thuggish Ruggish. <laughs> I can't even. It's too, it's too much bones, bones, bone, and thugs. Th- bone thugs and harmony. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> one of them said something on that side to three six mafia three six mafia kind of brushed it well from the video it seemed like you know they was like man, man f you let's continue on and then something got thrown and it was a lot but mind you these people are 40 plus yes what are you doing that it was funny. It was it was more so funny than oh my god, this is too much. No, I'm laughing because y'all y'all are too old to be acting like this. Too old, but y'all I have to understand room. why it happened. I don't know. I don't know why it happened. I, I, they might have just had some words back and forth, and then I saw that a lot of people were upset with um, Gangsta Boo because she was like, "You didn't take your medicine. You didn't take your medicine." And I'm thinking oh, maybe he yeah. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that yeah that's a little insensitive that is Aww. a yeah that, I, I can see why people was upset about but you, that. okay you can't be insensitive with these two groups out of all those groups in the world like these two are probably the most non-sensitive groups you probably have so i don't oh, know well well at least for three six mafia they say oh, yeah. whatever the fuck they want to oh, yeah. say especially juicy j yeah so he's I'm the not. most yeah one of the most uh, yeah yeah i'm definitely yeah. not taking them and putting the sensitivity because at that point we just gonna have to cancel all of three six mafia and i'm sorry but i'm not doing that but <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, <laughs> but yeah not people were really mafia. upset with her people were really upset with her i'm just like well he called her ugly like you can't throw a stone to get mad at the response come on right 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 yeah nah you can't you can't so <laughs> um but did you find out? Did you Google? Did you do some Google? Yeah, yeah. So I'm Google looking say? at it. I'm looking at it right now mm-hmm. uh, on exactly <laughs> what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so Busy Bone seemed like he already started off on one because, uh, but he said, this is what Busy Bone said. He said, before we even get started, mm-hmm. you ugly motherfuckers not going to be mocking me when I'm on this motherfucking stage. Yeah, I do. Like yes. straight the fuck up. So it but seems like he, he already started. He already started, and then Juicy J responded with "nigga suck my dick." Wow, yeah, he, they brushed it strong. off. Yeah, he brushed it. I mean, it was very aggressive. But why would you like? What made Busy Bone even start off like that? Like, where did that I come from? I don't know. I don't know what made him even start off on that type of with and who that cares on if they're that mocking energy. You. Just do your song, dude. Yeah, I don't understand. Cause you're talking to some Southern people that do not care. They do not care. Oh, okay, okay. So this is this is okay. Let me read this. I'm gonna try to make it quick, and I'm I'll maybe try to you know edit this down some. Okay. But so this is what he said. He said this is what Busy Bone said. I got something to say. Mm-hmm. This entire time during the countdown to the verses, these niggas have been bitching about posts. What they are saying in a nutshell is is that they don't want to be called devil worshippers. Mm. Well, what the fuck is you, and what the fuck is your name? Three sixes for. What is what that acronym for? Fuck out of here. Um, that is the mark of the beast, is it not? Y'all grew up in the church, so you know the ramifications behind naming yourself that to make people think you sold your soul for riches and fame. That's a classic. Now you got your money and you want to act like nobody can call you out on it. Y'all got me fucked up. I say what I want when I want. I ain't saving you niggas because I don't want to be saved. <laughs> What? This went totally like. First of all, I don't even think of the devil when I think of Three Six Mafia, and they were probably nineteen, sixteen, seventeen when they came up with that name, and they were trying to be rebels. But I mean, he went really yeah. deep in yeah. He went left. Re- <laughs> and then and then this is what he said at the at the end tonight. He said um, he said so uh, he said understand me. He said now let's see if Three Six denounces Satan Satan during tonight's live pressure so basically yeah so basically uh he's upset at them because their name is three six mafia and but they're claiming to be down for jesus and he's under he's upset and he's upset at that and he's like but you're not denouncing satan and like you're not he's basically upset at them for their name and he got really deep about that that's confusing it's kind of pissing me off because he's going off of the he's leaning into the fears of like just just like i don't even want to say ignorant but just like the shit that you would see on facebook like oh my god the mark of the beast she sold her song she sold her soul for a song like like what like what are you talking about like sometimes holier than thou people get a little too extreme it's like calm your tits like it's 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so he's basically upset that they made that they decided to name themselves Three Six Mafia. They're thinking that he did it for that they. He's saying that they did it for fame and you know to be controversial, but now they're talking about Jesus, and that upsets him. That I, is so dumb. I'm sorry. I, I can't even. I can't even tell you why, because I, mean, <laughs> I don't even want to get into it on this podcast. I'll tell you offline. But that is just so dumb to me. Like you're <laughs> mad at a name that they came up with 20, 30 years ago, the, almost forty years ago. Like you kind of late. Yeah, that's odd. That's yeah. that's some odd energy, and then to fight somebody on stage for it, yeah. like you. So you been having this hidden beef about them having this name. Your name, y'all's names is Bone yeah. Thugs and Harmony. Like what? Y'all had yeah. crosses in y'all's videos and and and, and weird stuff. What are, what are we talking about right now? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this. That was odd. It it yeah. It causes me to believe that he was really on one. Oh, yeah. Like I'm not I'm not going to sit up here and say like, oh, that nigga didn't take his meds, but he clearly was not in his sound mind mm-hmm. when he decided to start a fight about something <laughs> so old and to play off the off of Facebook fears. Like you know how <laughs> ridiculous this sounds right now. Like like it's it's giving me uh, like he want like he wanted to fight them because he think they in Illuminati. Like, excuse <laughs> like me. That's, like that is like so, that's what it's y'all giving. Be, main people that be talking about Jesus and all of this but be sinning like crazy on the weekends. Yeah, be quiet. right. Yeah, that's 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 foul. That's um that's wild to me but let's get on to um i I think we should just make this our last thing to talk about okay um virgil uh abloh uh Mm -hmm. dying Mm -hmm. um i think it's crazy because you know tell me if i'm wrong and tell me if i'm reaching but i feel like this is a common thing for black men to be going through things like this Mm -hmm. in silence um, cause, because he's, cause, cause he died from, you know, from a uh, cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and you know what, that's a good question. Is it silence or is it privacy? I mean, because hmm. you know, what if they don't really want that, that look on them? What if they don't necessarily want that? I don't want to say like it's a stain, but like they were doing so much, so many, like, you know, they were just. Tacking on things to their names, and I'm saying they because I'm adding in Chad, Chad, uh, what's his name, Chaz, uh, Chadwick Bozeman. Yeah, Yeah. like they just had so many good accolades and just so much positive talk about them, about what they were doing. I guess if I had to put my myself in their shoes, and this is kind of a little weird, like I don't, I don't really want to, but I don't want to talk about the negative thing that's happened in my life. I just want to talk about the positive that's going on and just the Mm -hmm, great impact mm -hmm. I'm making on my community. Mm -hmm. And I think when you talk about those two people, you have two individuals that made leaps and leaps and strides Mm -hmm. in their respective fields. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I necessarily want to talk about that every time I'm on the red carpet. Like I want to talk about this movie premiere or these, these sneakers that I'm doing. I think I think that you're right. I think that you're right about that. Actually, it's not that they were going through what they were going through in silence because it's their business. I think that you're right. I think that they were just very private. Um, but I'm, I th- I just think that I'm comparing it, I guess, to um, you know celebrities of other ethnicities who, as soon as something pops off, mm-hmm. or or even women, or even women, you mm-hmm. know, even women who are black, you know, as soon as something pops off, or as soon as you know something's going on Mm -hmm. you know they're sharing it you know they're writing a post about it hey family or hey you know fans out there Mm -hmm. I'm going through this Um, so I guess it's just in the age of social media surprising to see people you know go through things you know in a private manner Mm -hmm. Um, but you know I guess that I you know just with Chadwick Boseman the same exact thing happening to them and them both being two black men I was making a connection you know Mm. like why aren't they sharing this you know maybe it could help someone who's going through the same thing Mm. or you know maybe they could you know gather support but also like if it's something that they know that can't be treated why Mm. share it you understand what I'm saying and I and I think that that's the difference is that you know celebrities who go through similar situations you know normally they're on a journey where they have some type of hope Mm -hmm. but maybe Chadwick and 
Virgil knew mm-hmm. that this was going to come to, you know, an abrupt end. Their lives will come to an end pretty soon. Maybe they knew the outcome already, and that's why they decided not to share it. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking, too. Because yeah. if they would have beat cancer, then they're like, okay, I'm on this fight. Like, we're going right, to fight together. Exactly. We're going to raise money to, you know, right. help find a cure and all this right. stuff. And this is my story. But right. if you know, like, your doctor gave you... You know, maybe by the end of this year, I'm not sharing that. I'm just going to have as much fun as I can. And y'all yep. can deal with it after I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yep, so. yep. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, it definitely was more in private, not mm-hmm. in silence. And they probably already knew what the prognosis would be. Yeah. But that, so. that's crazy. But, yeah, rest in peace. Um, hopefully one day I'll be able to afford a belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> collection. <laughs> You are um, such a man. Yeah. But, yep, that wraps up the podcast for today. Make sure to follow us at Run That Back Sandana on Instagram. Make sure yes. to drop a comment or slide in our DMs. We'd love to hear from you guys. And um, you got anything else to say, Sin? Any announcements? No, I don't. Church uh-uh. announcements? <laughs> no, no announce. Um, next week, uh, <laughs> De- Deacon Sam's will be um, selling plates for his uh, for his wife's uh, fundraiser. Ooh, nice. <laughs> 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 oh, 